0: I'm they're, they're 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 they are in sync? sync? Yeah, they're sync. This is a digital
1: thing recording.
0: Oh.
1: Four three. I'm John, and tonight I want answers about municipal government. There's no stopping us now because we're live. John wants, John
0: wants answers.
1: Give John answers.
0: John wants answers, John wants answers, give
1: John answers now. Check your calendar. If it says June 13th, 2013, then we're live. I'm honored to have our guest tonight. This is the mayor of Cupertino, Oren Mahoney. Thanks for coming on, Oren. Good to be here. What do we call you? Do, you think, do we call you your honor or your excellency or your holiness or your highness?
0: Actually, I prefer just Oren. I'm only going to be mayor for six more months, so oh. I don't want to get too used to it. <laughs> if you've never seen the show before, this is like a courtroom drama.
1: I'm the prosecutor, my guest is the expert witness, and you in the audience are the jury, and it's your job to convict or acquit the topics. We'll be taking your tweets, so you can tweet us during the show with any questions for the mayor or the show in general. Tweet us at JohnWantsAnswer, there's no S on the end, because the S is for suck, and we don't. (laughs) If you don't like Twitter, and I don't blame you, you can go to our website, JohnWantsAnswer.com, and click on the contact page, and you can send us a message through the internet that way, and we'll read it too. We have a Twitter contest. If you're the first person to tweet us and say you want a headshot, I will send you an autographed headshot of me. And sign it, you know, dear viewer, thanks for watching, John. If they want a headshot of you, can they ask for one of those? We could
0: do that, yeah. Okay,
1: so if you want a headshot of the mayor and make him say, like, I forgive your parking ticket or something, (laughs) (laughs) tweet in, and we'll uh, send a headshot to you. This show cannot be made possible without the continued contributions of our executive producers Lisa Tamaki and Brian Westpaffal, and without the generous contributions of the city of Cupertino, Excellent. who is a sponsor of KMVT. All right, let's get started. Our first case John versus municipal government. <coughs> the sound comes from somewhere, and we can't figure out where. Municipal um, government. It's like uh, local government. Local government. So it's the, the lowest tier of all the governments, I guess.
0: Well, the sanitary district might be lower, but
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we have, uh, we have local municipal government. Uh, above that's county. county and State
0: and, and federal. Federal. And there's all kinds of special districts. Like I said, there is a sanitary district and there's a library district and a water district. But, but those are the key, the basic okay. key ones. And so those districts aren't... Part of the city? No. Nope, nope. oh, okay. So there's a Santa Clara Valley Water District that mm-hmm. covers all the communities because we wouldn't want to each be running our own flood control and water, for example. Oh, well, that makes
1: sense. Yeah. Um, so you are mayor. Now, is that an elected position?
0: No, and that's why I was kidding around that I'm only <laughs> going to be mayor for another six months. So the way it works for most of the smaller cities around here, there's a few exceptions, but most of the smaller cities have a city council. The council's mm-hmm. elected, Cupertino has uh, five people on it. And in most of the cities, we just rotate mayors. So you're mayor for a year. Um, usually, everybody, it depends. In general, everybody gets a turn. but sometimes if it's, if you, if you have a four-year term and, and you were one of the people that got elected in a second cycle, you wouldn't be there. But pretty much everybody gets a turn to be mayor. So this is my second chance in Cupertino because I've been on a council for eight years. Mm-hmm. And, and it's fun. It's mostly ceremonial. We don't have any extra power. We don't get any extra pay, no extra vote, and (laughs) nobody works for us.
1: (laughs) Well, then what's the point? (laughs) Um, So then, how is the mayor different than a normal council member?
0: Yeah. So so there's a couple things. So first of all, the council is elected, and the council's um, again, unlike say San Francisco or San Diego or or Los Angeles, has a so-called strong mayor system where everybody in the city works for the mayor you know all the departments roll up to the mayor mm-hmm. most of the, the the smaller cities around here smaller medium cupertino's fifty seven thousand, so it's not that small but mm-hmm. even even mountain view which is quite a bit bigger or fremont um, have, have a uh, city manager mm-hmm. and they're the the really the, the like the ceo of the city and all of the employees of the city work for the city manager Okay. And the city manager works for the council. It's, it's the only person we hire, there are two people we hire, a city council and a city attorney. And you don't want the city attorney working for the city manager because you want some some parity there, you check and arms balance. Arms length. Arms length. <laughs> <land. laughs> Something, yeah. So, think of us as as a board of directors and think of the city manager as a CEO, although we make, we drill down into some decisions that a normal board of directors wouldn't drill down into. They're
1: so, um, a lot of the smaller cities around here have the same form. Exactly. Like, uh, Campbell. Palo Alto is about the same size. Yep. And they're the same system?
0: Yeah, they're actually a little bit bigger, they, but they have the same system. They have more more council members, but they have the same thing. They rotate mayors. And mm-hmm. some cities have decided to have mayors on for two years. It, there's pluses and minuses. One is, if, since the mayor represents the cities in other forums, like if, they, if there was a the mayor wanted to go back to the National Council of Mayors, or if the mayor wanted to be on, on some other administrative uh, forum that's just for mayors where mm-hmm. the cities get together. By rotating every year, you kind of lose a little of that connectivity. You're always got somebody new on there, and you don't have anybody that, that's got experience. So Sunnyvale, for example, um, I think was talking about, it, and, they, and they didn't do it, they were talking about going out for a vote to have a directly elected mayor, mm-hmm. and that didn't, that didn't pass. So how long is the term
1: of a council member?
0: Term, in Cupertino, the term is, is four years, mm-hmm. and we have uh, term limits, um, self, I think it's self-imposed, so we have two term limits. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd normally be terming out this year. Right. Um, our council is a state on odd-year elections, so we would have normally had an election this November, um, but almost everybody else was moving to even-year elections with the, you know, with, with the president, with the, you know, the governor and all of mm-hmm. that. Um, there were pluses and minuses of doing that, and almost every other organization was around us was doing that. The, the Foothill De Anza District did it, um, the Sanitary District did it, and we were l- we in the school district were the last ones to stay odd year, so we just mm-hmm. shifted. Okay. So that shift means we're going to get an extra year, so oh. I'll be on for nine years. So congratulations. But not mayor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, being mayor a full-time position?
0: No, the council member, the council position itself is not a full-time position. So, um, as I say, there's there's staff that does you know most of the work. Um, it can be time-consuming. You know, we we only have only two meetings a month typically, uh, but sometimes they run really late. And then you're briefing for the meetings. You're on a, a wide variety of other uh, committees. You know, I'm on the, the the Valley Transit Authority Advisory Committee, the Water District. So so you've, you're kept busy with that, and then. Especially as mayor, you want to be out there in the community going to, you know, I was there for a ribbon cutting for McDonald's reopening and had my picture with Ronald McDonald. (laughs) So we had, and there was another, my vice mayor was there, so we went. You should put that picture on Facebook. The three three clowns were all there. (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. Um, What is the role then of the council members?
0: So, Uh, so, yeah, so let's go back. Yeah, so the council members, the role is, to set the strategy for the city, so we'll just la- just this Tuesday night, we, we approved the budget, so that's mm-hmm. probably one of the, you know, if you look at the important things we do, one is set the budget. So mm-hmm. by setting the budget, you're basically setting the priorities for the city from a strategic point of view, mm-hmm. you know, how much, what capital projects are we going to do, how much are we going to spend on libraries, how much are we going to spend on uh, public safety, um, how much are we going to spend on... Uh, other activities. And, and we've been fortunate in Cupertino in that our uh, our finances have been, we've managed them well and our finances have stayed good for a, a variety of reasons we can talk about lately. So we haven't had a, to do some of the belt tightening that, that other cities have had to do. But, but, but we did do a little bit a few years ago. So setting the budget is important, hiring a city manager which we did last year is probably the second most important thing. Mm-hmm. And then we're involved in any kind of major land use decision. So the biggest one coming up for us, of course, is the Apple II campus. It's uh, uh-huh. right. a major, major, pro- it'll it's be by far the biggest project that Cupertino's seen. But, you know, if a shopping center wants to redevelop, uh, if somebody wants to put in housing, if somebody wants to, uh, y- any kind of uh, land use decision will come through the Planning Commission first and then come up to us, and we're directly yeah. involved in that. So those, those are the key things. So the planning
1: commission is separate from the council?
0: Planning commission is a separate body. They're appointed by the council. There, there are a number of commissions in, in, in most cities. There's a park and recs commission. There's a planning commission. And and I was on the planning commission for eight years back in, in the 90s. Um, and the planning commission deals with the same issues the council does. And it, it, when they're operating well, and, and ours are typically operating well, I, the way I say it, they do all the heavy lifting for us. They'll. They'll really drill down into some of the details uh, of, of the project. So that by the time it comes to us, it's it, it's a little bit more of a policy level decision.
1: Okay. Uh, who else works for the municipal government? So you mentioned city manager and the attorney. Yep. And then how does that all?
0: Yeah. Around? Well, let's let me yeah. let me go back to before I do that. So, so mm-hmm. the mayor the mayor basically m- runs the meeting. I mean, so they're the chair of the meeting. Mm-hmm. Pluses and minuses of that. I always have to be last. I let everybody else speak first, then I get to weigh in. Sometimes the decision's made by the time it gets to me. I used to like it when I was first and could uh-huh. at least position things. Um, and then the only other um, advantage, quote unquote, that the mayor has is is if somebody wants to put something on a council agenda, um, it takes two council members to do that, or the mayor can do it themselves. And oh. okay. You know, so one of the things that's interesting at the municipal level, it's not true at the state level, is there's something called the Brown Act. Uh, The Brown Act was defined many years ago, and it's basically an open government act. So uh, it really tells what we can't, what we can, how we can do things, and what we can do. So we can't meet individually. I mean, we can't meet, we can't go off in in a dark room or, a you know, uh... you know meet in the morning for breakfast and talk about things every decision we make has to be made in public
1: so you and and other council members can't socialize we can
0: socialize we just can't talk about
1: business
0: is two of us can talk but we can't talk enough and you can't do it serially either to make you know i can talk to you you can talk to somebody else so mm -hmm. the decisions all have to be made in public uh... agendas have to be posted ahead of time we can't all of a sudden say hey i got an idea let's talk about this you know putting a New cell tower here, surprise, and, you know, the public so wouldn't the public know. Have so, so, so things have to be on the agenda, and that gets back to, so the mayor I can put something on the agenda where otherwise two council members do. Mm-hmm. So if, if you look at the rest of the, of the organization, um, we have various departments. The, the biggest department, well, a couple things are interesting about Cupertino. We outsource a lot. So, we do not have our own police department. We contract with Santa Clara County sheriffs, and that works out really well. I've called them a few times. Um, yeah, <laughs> And um, that that's worked out well for us from a number of points of view. So we're very happy with that. We're the, the fire department is a separate Santa Clara County fire. We don't contract, but it's a separate district. We uh, use the county library system, although we, we backfill with some extra hours there. So some of the things that are key that, that you'd say are kind of the biggest things of a municipal, uh, you know, I was listening to Mayor Kwan in Oakland this morning, and the, you know, the big issue there, the big issue in San Jose has been public safety and the police mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, keeping them at the at the right level and whatever. Um, we have to make sure we do that, but it's it's as, as a contract basis and, and works out well. Mm-hmm. Um, so park and recs is, is a big a big thing. We, they run a lot of programs, uh, different kinds of community programs, Is uh, activities. Parks and
1: rec anything like the TV show?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> it can be funny, but uh-huh. no. I think it's a little more serious than that. And, uh, and we've got a very strong park and rec program, both both the parks themselves, but also uh, all kinds of activities that we do for kids through adults. The senior centers mm-hmm. part of that, and that's really strong. Um, uh, community Development, which is the group that does that's that's the whole got building and sp- if you want to get something done, you have to go through Community Development to approve right. the plans and uh, what else are the other key things, public affairs, all, all all other things to to make a government and we we run pretty lean. Our whole uh, the number of employees for the city of Cupertino is about 150, okay, which is really small for a city our size. So where does the
1: city get all its revenue from?
0: Well, there's taxes right? right. <laughs> taxes so, and fees what kind of taxes is um, like
1: property tax or
0: property tax for for Cupertino and and it, you know it's a little bit of an anomaly there's four cities in in the whole state that get really low property taxes so we only get of your property tax dollar we only get five cents oh so wow that's it's really small so right. we don't we don't get a lot of property tax I mean we still get some because there's a you know there's there's a fair amount of property tax and uh, the amount of property assessed value in Cupertino, yeah. um, sales tax mm-hmm. is a big one. Um, do you get all of that, or does it count? we get a se- we get one penny of, the, well, of the eight cents. Uh-huh. right. Okay. You know whatever. So it's one percent. Yeah, one percent of the dollar, okay. and that's all. So we get one one percent of that, mm-hmm. um, and then there are fees. You know, where, you know, if somebody wants to do a development, they they'll pay a fee. So anything mm-hmm. that's where we're doing a direct service we can charge a fee, you know, if somebody's going to a class or something like that, we can charge a fee. Okay. Um, we get some money from the state, although less and less as that's right. gone on, but.
1: Okay, we have to take a break now. Okay. When we come back, we're going to take your tweets, since they tweets, and we're going to hear more from Mayor Mahoney, so stick around. Okay, we're clear. So we can check and see if anyone has tweeted us. Okay. <laughs> have you gotten tweets oh wow there's a whole i see a whole pile of stuff here it's going to be uh a lot of interesting stuff to talk about mm-hmm. so you're not being impeached right six no. months is just your term <laughs> ending.
0: okay well we'll have a new mayor and then i'll be on for another year but our vice mayor will our vice mayor typically will be the mayor so gilbert wong will probably be the mayor next year
1: okay um Oh, Okay Wow, there's a I'm sorry. someone's I'm office is having a party and they're watching my show <laughs> for their office party. That's cool.
0: Um, they need to have more fun than that not that this isn't fun.
1: <laughs> okay, so we have some questions coming up All right. and we had some questions come in from people beforehand. Okay. Let's see if we've done so every audience. already. yeah I got that. Let's talk about that. That, that. <laughs> well, wow, we're just flying through this. Let's that.
0: Oh, I didn't ask that yet.
1: And we, I don't know if we.
0: Well, we talked about that a little bit, but we can go, whatever.
1: Can we do that?
0: Basically, all the employees work for the city manager.
1: I'm not sure if that's an interesting question or not.
0: Oh, no, charter city versus general law, not typically. No. <laughs> I'm not sure I can explain. Oh, this that. is interesting.
1: Fascinating discussion. Fascinating <laughs> Charter City versus General election. Yes. I'm not sure there's no time left in the hour,
0: though. Well, the only, the only time that's ever come up lately is when we did. So Sunnyvale wants to change the even-year elections like we, like we are. They have to put it to a vote because they're a Charter City. We, oh. we can't put it to a vote.
1: We're coming back, I think.
0: Four, three.
1: And we're back. And we're going to take your tweets. So we have a few here, and so number one was, I want a headshot. <laughs> Disqualified, two reasons. S- uh, like 10 minutes before the show started, he tweeted this. He got a tweet during the show for the headshot. And this guy already got a headshot last
0: episode, so he's not qualified. Oh, so this is your headshot? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: No one's asked for your headshot oh, yet. Oh, okay.
0: But <laughs> maybe <he'll laughs> Maybe, still maybe. We've still got time.
1: Um, Scott Canaster asks, Um, Will the Environmental Impact Report on Traffic affect Apple Project? Now I remember reading in the news this week, it said that the proposed new headquarters would generate significant unavoidable impacts, including excessive congestion along Interstate 280 and unacceptable traffic problems. Does unacceptable mean they can't have an Apple campus? Or will you accept so, it? Okay,
0: so so let me talk. So the first thing I'm going to say is I can't comment on the environmental impact report because we're accepted what I'm going to say, which is it's big. Um, because we're in the comment period and anything I say then has to be read into the record as an official thing, and et cetera, et cetera, That would be awesome if you can so read this into the record. No, it will be. I mean, anything, you know, yeah. So the environmental impact report did come out. Um, it's about 660 pages. I have not read it yet. Um, and I've got 45 days to, to read it along with everybody else. Um, I took it to a lunch group that I had the other day just to show them, look at this mm-hmm. thing, you know. And the guy said, you know, there's a CD in the back. And I went, oh, that must be it, an electronic <laughs> version of this. No, mm-hmm. it's the technical appendices, which <laughs> is another 3,000 pages. <laughs> wow. So this thing's 4,000 pages. So. And you're going to read every word, right? Uh, I will read a lot of it, <laughs> and then we'll get it all presented to us, and I'm counting on our planning commission to read it as well, and our, our staff. Our staff has been working on this project for several years, ever since Steve came into the council mm-hmm. meeting and announced it. So, um, When I first heard of environmental impact reports, I
1: thought in my mind it was about whether uh, you know wood ducks would be displaced or whether more rain would happen, like the environment. But what kind of things do they actually look at, in environmental they, reports? They
0: do look at everything. I mean, you know, it literally, um, you know, will there be dust that's created when they tear down the old buildings and build it? Traffic mm-hmm. is certainly one of the things they look at. Um, the project itself has a number of, uh, well, a lot of trees that are there that are going to be, that are gonna be uh, taken out. They're going to mm-hmm. be replaced by three times as many trees and mm-hmm. it will be a much greener project overall. But. Uh, but e- everything, everything in there, gets studied, and uh, you know, basically, the way in a, I'll just talk about environmental impact report in general. I mean, you look at all the environmental impacts, and then you see which which impacts can be mitigated. In other mm-hmm. words, how can you do something to to mitigate that? And then there's some that that may end up being where you can't mitigate them, and then you can have a statement of overriding concern that says mm-hmm. that. In, in spite of this, I think it's, 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 it's overall a good thing. So it may have some really positive environmental impacts, a project mm-hmm. that, that would over, just from a pure environmental point of view, forget about an economic point of view, from a pure environmental point of view might have so many benefits that it would override some specific unmitigatable thing. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's how it works.
1: Uh, next, what's happening with Main Street Cupertino project? When do we see visible progress? I don't know what this is.
0: Okay. So Main Street is a uh, there's a big empty lot on Stevens Creek Boulevard that's mm-hmm. had a, a series of, uh, of projects proposed. Uh, the interesting thing there, there was one proposed when I first got on the council that we actually approved and the voters, excuse me, the residents of Cupertino, the voters actually, were so concerned about the amount of housing that was there that they Put a referendum on a ballot and it got overturned. So I mean, it was a really good case of uh, the democratic process at work, where enough people were concerned about a certain thing. Uh, the interesting thing about that is the project that came that replaced it actually is mm-hmm. a better project. So Main Street is a multi-use project. It's got some housing. It's got some office. It's got hotels, stores, and restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's moving ahead. Um, they're um, I was just talking, actually, to the person today about that, and they're they're working with the city every day on, mm-hmm. on getting the, their detailed plans for the infrastructure. It's a big empty lot yeah. right now, and so there's a, a bunch of basic infrastructure that has to happen. But no, they'll be breaking ground soon. I've been surprised that that lot's been vacant for so long in the yep. heart of Cupertino. Yep.
1: Um, next, John Wants Answer is streaming live in the office with lots of real audience. We have lots of real audience every <laughs> episode. Um, I'd love two photos, please. Well, this guy's getting a little uh, greedy now. Um, Inter, one of each. each. Uh, I'm being told this guy wants one of each. Well, well, (laughs) no one else has asked, so I guess he'll get them. (laughs) Um, Nice to learn how Cupertino is operated as a city. That's positive feedback. Look at this. So, is the new Apple UFO campus actually going to happen, or is it just RSN? I'm not sure what RSN means. Oh, <laughs> so how long do you think, ballpark figure, maybe you can't comment because you're mayor, but ballpark figure, when can they start knocking down old buildings and putting up new ones?
0: Well, we're, we're, we have, uh, we on our agenda now, um, I just heard this today, October 1st, we will have a joint meeting between the Planning Commission and the City Council to review the Environmental Impact Report mm-hmm. and all the comments, because that will be the end of the comment period um then it'll go you know through the planning committee commission then it'll go through the city council um the best the earliest we could make a decision would be late november early december of this year of this year okay. and uh it, it stretched out a little bit from from apple's original plan um mm-hmm. as as they went and kind of did some tuning on the project itself so uh, but they're obviously eager to have it happen and We'll see how it, what happens through the process. All
1: right. Um, could you d- just leave two signed photos in your producer's box at KMVT and <laughs> I'll find them. OK. Um, Someone's answer is fake. He is not reading live tweets. Well, who said this? Why would someone say that? <laughs> oh, I know who that is. That's a guy at work. I'm going to give him the what now and <laughs> I see him tomorrow. Um, we had a video of someone asking a question. OK. So let's play that now.
0: I'm here Mahoney, I work in Cupertino, and I was wondering, we have to pay for bags in San Jose. Is that something that's going to be happening soon in the city of Cupertino? Uh, Shopping bags. Yep, that's what it looked like she was talking about. Right. (laughs) So I think uh, most of the cities, so so Cupertino has uh, also adopted a ban on plastic bags. Oh, okay. Yeah, similar to the one in in San Jose, and and, uh, since part of Cupertino where I shop is in Los Altos as well, the shopping center contains both, I know that they're doing, the Trader Joe's there, there's signs already that Los Altos is going to do it July 1st. We're going to do ours in in October. So we were kind of, I personally didn't think it was a good thing, but um, we were, because of the water the water board and and plastic bags going in the waste stream and stuff mm-hmm. like that we were kind of uh, leveraged into that a little bit and, and in the end there were a lot of people that were in cupertino for it so and i'm there to, i'm not there to personally mm-hmm. decide what i like i'm there to represent the residents of cupertino so i think we did it in a reasonable way that a minimal impact to businesses and it just seems to be the way everything's going anyway so all we'll right just dealt with it
1: uh ron from apple had a question uh he had for me um when will there be? When will, when will there be a pedestrian bridge over De Anza Boulevard? And he works at Apple, so I think he <laughs> wants one at Mariani to cross over De Anza to get to Apple.
0: He oh, he wants. Oh, I thought he was at the other campus. wanting to go to Outback Steakhouse, but. <laughs> <laughs> Are there, there, any prob- there probably will not be a pedestrian bridge there. Um, if a resident wants a bridge, what would they
1: do to start? Bringing that up,
0: yeah, they could. Um, first of all, anybody can come to council. Meet. So the way the council meetings work, like I, I said earlier, everything has to be on the agenda for us to decide. But at the beginning of every council meeting, we have uh, just an open, mic, not open mic, public public <laughs> comment. Thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say open mic, open public mic comment, hilarious. where anybody can come in and, and give their three minutes of, of what they want. We can't mm-hmm. deal with it at night, but if it's something that resonates with some of the council members. Usually at the end of the meeting when we talk about council reports, we'll say, you know, I think we should put that on a future agenda. So if, or or if the mayor wanted to put it on the agenda or if two council members wanted to put it on the agenda. All right. A very famous video
1: was one of Steve Jobs coming to the council Mm -hmm. meeting and presenting the idea of the new, new campus. And when I watched it, the impression I got was he was coming to the council and saying, nice city you have here. It'd be a real shame if Apple weren't to build a new campus <laughs> in it. Uh, is that kind of the feeling you guys got?
0: No, you know, I mean, it's really interesting. I, I, I took a couple of things out of that. And, and you know, since since then, I, you know, he looked, you know, I, I got interviewed after that meeting on, on a couple of things. And, you know, people asked what I th- how he, I thought he looked, and I thought he looked frail was mm-hmm. the term right. I used. and. And since then, you know, if you read his biography, that was his last public appearance and he was right. really, really ill, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he was, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's actually, th- th- there's a couple things that are interesting in, in the day when, um, you know, time, you know, people can work from anywhere and they don't have to all be together. It's amazing that companies still think it really is important for people to be together. Apple thinks mm-hmm. it's important. Facebook thinks it's important. They're right. all building these big new campuses. And for Apple to do it in Cupertino, where it's an expensive place, to, mm-hmm. uh, the land that they bought was expensive, and and whatever you know says uh, first of all something about the people they want to attract and retain like to live there and like to like to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I think it is the fact that they started there. I think there was a, a personal connection. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> um, I'm being
1: told that we're out of time. <laughs> so subtle, like t- yeah. <laughs> Um, I'd like to thank uh, our guest, Mayor uh, Orrin Mahoney, for coming on the show. Um, our next show is July 11th. And stay tuned for Stranger Music and What the Bleep. Maybe I'll be on that episode too. So thanks for coming on. All right. High five. <laughs>